Welcome back to another episode of the Prudent People Podcast. It's always my pleasure having you here in the Prudent Corner, where we have conversations that are empowering, motivating, and inspiring. What if you could get access to the best that Caribbean businesses all over the world had to offer? That would be amazing, right? With just one click, you get all that and more when you download the Day Abroad app. Today, we have in the Prudent Corner, Day Abroad's co-founder and entrepreneur, Dominic Christopher who will tell us about the network he's built, facilitating people in the Caribbean diaspora in the United States. I know my friends and batchmates are doing exceptionally well in their respective fields, and it is my esteemed pleasure to showcase the tremendous work that they've been doing. Welcome to the Prudent People Podcast, Mr. Christopher. Hi, Julia. How you doing? Long time. I know, right? It's been... A long time. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I know, I know. So, Mr. Christopher, welcome to the Prudent Corner. So here, I don't give a fulsome profile of our guest. I like it when people introduce themselves. So tell us, who is Dominic Christopher? Um, yes, so hi, everyone. I'm Dominic Christopher. And just to say, you know, thank you, Julia, for having me on the show. And I, in the introduction, is truly correct. We've been friends since uh, I think it was like grade one or grade two, and you know we've connect, we've continued the synergy ever since. And I just want to applaud you to them. Great, grateful for what you're doing. So for for me, uh, my background is in uh, data analytics. Uh, most folks would say consider it as a consider myself as a serial entrepreneur, but uh, not to digress too far. Uh, we've created what's called Dare Broad Village. Dare Broad Village is pretty much uh, my lifestyle and my co-founder's lifestyle as well in the diaspora. Uh, we've always see, you know, we always want to give back to the community. And we've decided why not use technology, focus on innovation as a way we can build a stronger uh, Caribbean community. So for me, Jillian knows, you know, always the jovial one, always, you know, making people happy, you know, more considerate. And, you know, as you grow, like there's more challenges, uh, technical issues that come along. But basically, based on my personality, I guess that, you know, I've always wanted to continue to give back. So with uh, their broad village, it's more of a platform that, you know, once you're here in the diaspora, if you don't know Dominic Christopher personally or Antonio Boddington or anyone that's a part of our team, you can utilize the platform to get necessary resources uh, that is available within the within the diaspora. Here living in New York, um, I noticed where there's a lot of folks that come to the, the diaspora and there's like limited amount of resources, opportunities that are available for them. So we say, you know what, let's create a platform that we can be more collective as create more opportunities. 
And hence, we came with a word that says, they are broad. It's like Jaleer will ask a colleague from primary school, where's Dominic? I haven't seen him in a while. Dominic, they are broad. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so it's a one-stop shop. You're looking for any career opportunities, internships, or if you're looking for any professional, it is easy to find a Jamaican slash Caribbean restaurant. But if you're looking for an architect, a psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, an attorney, an accountant, it's not easy. So with the data that we're able to to create, uh, to uh, to mine, we're able to create a data central platform that resources are available for us who are here. And the beauty about it, as of today, it is still currently free. That's awesome. Um, and I want to know, is this a new experience when you moved to the U.S.? Or how did this idea came about? That's what, you know, Dear Broad, telling Dear Broad is pretty much who I am and my co-partner. Because while we're here in college, we were looking for opportunities and we were limited. Um, by, back then, I was studying accounting and I wanted to get, <coughs> excuse me, an hands-on experience with accountants, but I was limited. Actually, I was washing cars when I was going to college. Uh, to be grateful, I ended up uh, working in financial district uh, in New York, and I saw like a newspaper pass by my office, and it was for a specific community, and it was all positive message. Like you could leave, say for example, you could leave the city of that country and come to New York, and there's so much opportunities. Mm -hmm. We noticed that, well, there's nothing that exists for us as a Caribbean community, as a Caribbean diaspora. Uh, Jamaica, for example, is the largest uh, English-speaking immigrants in New York, and it's definitely, it ties within the entire U.S. as well. But why is it that we don't have anything? Mm -hmm. I think it tied to other Caribbean and also the Latin American, Latin American islands as well, that's a huge block of uh, demographics. So we say, you know what? Let us create something. Since we're all analysts, let's create something that we can actually give back to the community. I'm a software developer. I'm an app developer. So the cost to create a platform didn't come as a huge expense. Because you already have that experience. Correct, correct, correct. Right, right. So I heard you mention the Latin community and, of course, you know, um, persons from Jamaica and other English-speaking states, um, and I know there's a discussion going on out there about which countries constitutes the Caribbean. I don't know if you saw that on social media, um, but we won't digress. But what I want to know are what are some of the services outside of the platform, um, you know, where people can connect, you have a database of um, different services, professional services. What other, like, events or opportunities do you offer to persons, um, you know, that may subscribe to that kind of sell their products or services? So we sell it. And just, I mean, I will also mention, we mentioned for the program, you know, the website is uh, dehabroad.org or .com. So the platform is a one-stop shop. To make it easy, you, you can find businesses. Uh, through the businesses, we ask the businesses, uh, they don't pay to utilize the platform. We say offer inter offer discounts and incentives. Incentives, mm -hmm. internship or mentorship opportunities. There are quite a few students who are here who are out of status and they would love to get opportunities. So while you're here, you can get a hands-on experience if you decide to stay in the diaspora in terms of adjustments or you mm -hmm. decide 
go to the Caribbean. At least you can get that through the true hands-on experience while you're here. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, discounts. Whereas that could be an attorney, you might folks come to you with immigration issues because you know they find it through a platform. Will ask the attorneys to offer a free consultation, right? Just so that people can pretty much buy support uh, the community. Uh, we also list uh, apartments where you can find apartments. It's not easy. You generally you come to you move to the states. You haven't established a U.S. credit, but at least you can find you know apartments suitable living living situation here mm -hmm. as opportunity to grow. Uh, also, you mentioned about events. That's something that we're currently working on. Where our events at the moment is providing uh, necessary or resourceful or economical benefits as it relates to grow while you're here in the in the community. So mm -hmm. it could be anything that as it relates to JAMPRO, anything related to the consulates, anything relates to any elected officials who are here or that's visiting from the islands, that you can be involved in what's going on in the community. Uh, also, you know, we're also working on a news platform that can give you like informative updates as to what's going on, not only entertainment and sports, but mm -hmm. the beauty about our research is that there's a large population of Jamaican students who you know, migrate here on an F1 visa. So at least we can tailor the information as to how great the youths are doing uh, here. Okay. And, yeah, and we also, this last piece, we're still in development, but I don't, I don't remember the last time you played Domino or Lodi, but we're, we're also implementing those on the platform as well. I know folks, you know, your listeners, your viewers like to play Candy Crush and stuff. But, <laughs> uh, Is that still around though? <laughs> yes, but, um, guys, I just got a, I got something to share. Julia is a globe trekker. She's always traveling. So at the airport, you know, she can be on the tablet or the phone and log in to play, you know, Domino or Ludi. And, you know, as a platform grow, we try to add more games that we grew up with and stuff like that. Julia, that's awesome. Um, so I know you have online poker and all these things, but I really do. I'm, I've never come across online Domino or Ludi. But that makes sense. And I mean, Caribbean people, especially when you're traveling or you're at the airdress or whatever, you know, they want to pass the time. So, and familiar games, of course, um, are certainly the ways to go. Your network determines your network. Welcome back to the Prudent People Podcast. I am your host, Jaler, and in the Prudent Corner with me today is Dominic Christopher co-founder of Day Abroad and Serial Entrepreneur. Today we're talking about connecting and enabling the Caribbean diaspora via the Day Abroad Village. What were some of the challenges that you faced while embarking on this journey of creating Day Abroad? It is relatively new. And... Uh, and it's still a challenge that we face is about credibility. Uh, you, myself, the platform, my team have great ideas. Um, there's multiple folks within the community have great ideas to implement, mm -hmm. but a trust factor within our community. And hence, one of the reason why you know the platform is free, it's a nonprofit 501c3, is where we try to you know let people know that you know this platform is free. This platform is for us. This platform is to offer resources. Ask us any question. 
mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're looking for. This is what the platform is, but it's and there's other means of say getting the information out. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, you know, there's other platforms out there that say, Hey, you know what? I have all this information, I'm gonna sell it. But when you try to, you know, educate folks as to what we're doing, doing mm-hmm. you're not that fully receptive. But you know, it's a learning process. Uh, we we continue to you know to gain the credibility of you know influential folks within the within the community here in the diaspora and back in the Caribbean and not and also other organizations who are here that you know we can secure funding because so we have over nine hundred businesses on the platform and I guarantee you that majority of their concerns always like access to capital so. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to do the research to say, okay, how can we get these businesses funded? Not a challenge that we face. We might approach a business, but, you know, they might see us, okay, they're much better than the system. You know, they're trying to beat the system. Mm-hmm. You know, proper accounting, you know, the financial documents in place. So mm-hmm. those actually come as a chance. So we share, most of our challenges are challenges that we share. We, we actually share the challenges of businesses and they become our challenges because, you know, it's centered around the community. And we always try to educate. But, you know, the issue we have is that most times they're not receptive. So essentially, then it's twofold. So you have this platform where businesses are listed that people can access to, you know, purchase their services or their goods. But you also provide support to the businesses that you have listed. 100%. 100%. And uh, majority of the businesses that, because I mean, New York City is our hub, and, you know, we we do list other businesses across the, the states and, you know, Canada and the UK. Mm-hmm. The ultimate goal of their broad village is to create different chapters in different states mm-hmm. and, you know, different countries. But uh, New York being the mecca, what we create in New York can be a perfect example as to what can be done to provide all necessary resources as mm-hmm. we as we grow. Yeah, it can be easily replicated in other cities. Um, so on the matter of trust, and of course, I'm Jamaican, so I know and understand <laughs> how our people are when it comes to you know trusting, especially. Um, younger generation um, but in terms of trying to bridge that gap i know you work with different organizations but how are your marketing strategies or how do you try to reach both the businesses as well as the people in the diaspora to use or to connect with those businesses so yes it's i mean we do have a social media presence but uh guerrilla marketing is definitely key and um, direct interactions. Uh, one of the beauties in terms of media platform is, uh, for example, as we communicate on WhatsApp, um, we try to communicate more on WhatsApp with the businesses. Um, that's that's what we try to focus on marketing. We'll have you know, different business owners will try to you know try to gain access, and there's definitely rules that we try to maintain within the group. So we'll have groups not just for beauty, but not for for hairdressers, mm-hmm. but you know, for beauty and health, we'll create a group and everything is pretty much structured based on the city and mm-hmm. also business categories as well. So whatever information that we get, different resources, we'll try to pass it on. Uh, not only say New York State, New York City, 
but also anything that relates to the federal government will try to pass it on as well. If there's different opportunities uh, within the Caribbean in terms of export, uh, we will try to provide as much resources, for example, to the restaurants and the, you know, the hospitality industries. And uh, even just, you know, let's create more, rev more, more, uh, more uh, avenues in terms of how information could be passed. Yes, it's, you know, it's great, you know, focus on social media, but to the direct impact for us right now, the strategy that we approach is more like directly holding, you know, businesses' hands. Uh, for we, the work that we have done in the pandemic, uh, unfortunately, we still have to be, you know, we still have to continue because there were a lot of incentives that were available to the businesses. And as I mentioned pre prior, is that they didn't have the proper financial documents to, to maintain, to, to, to receive these benefits. Mm -hmm. There's still few more resources, financial resources are available, but now we, we have to continue holding the, you know, the business hands mm -hmm. uh, to provide these necessary resources. But, you know, we do have the website and social media, which is definitely key. But for now to be more impactful, we, we are currently have more one-on-one -on -one conversation with the business owners. Reason being is a restaurant owner they will have their social media, but they're not at one maintaining it. Mm -hmm. The social media person doesn't really care about what goes on in the business as I call it for what it is. Mm -hmm. So we to the restaurant owners directly because they don't really got time for social medias or email. So because you have to open up a restaurant and close, uh, maintain inventories, for example, and it goes across the board for, you know, for those in finance and medical as well. Right, they're focused on operations. Correct. And I mean, again, I guess it's based on our culture. There's nothing that beats family telling family, friends telling friends, because you know we love to talk. <laughs> so, of course, you know, when somebody has a good review, the whole family hears about it. So that also helps in spreading the word. Definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> okay, so at the beginning, you did explain just a bit the concept they are broad i think um for persons from the region they'll get it very clearly once you said they are broad but for persons you know listening in the netherlands or germany or other countries what you know explain the concept they are broad uh two concepts i can easily explain what does they are broad means like so my as you know definitely jamaican uh, the platform wasn't supposed to be primarily for Jamaicans, more wider for the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And now, based on the connections that we're establishing, we want to focus on more Pan-African because we've noticed that, you know, the African community doesn't really have a strong diaspora here, connective here. So, you know, once we have the network, we all look alike, we all do the same, you know, the food, the concept is the same. So now we're expanding. So for day abroad, it's more of a, it's not Swahili, it's a, it's a shanty. For here abroad, other islands use as well. Um, I know you didn't want to be political, but you know we mentioned about Guyana. Guyana <laughs> also use the word there. Saint Lucia, especially more Caribbean islands, are focused on Creole. Mm -hmm. So the platform is that as mentioned. We, especially as Jamaicans in the diaspora, we don't really focus much on building here. Right? You know we're very prideful of our country, and even folks who are out of status. Mm -hmm. Most of the main focus is to send barrel to Jamaica. 
you know, I do believe in investing in Jamaica, but you invest in Jamaica based on the wealth you want to build here, mm -hmm. and you can liquidate whatever you build here, right? And mm -hmm. and in Jamaica, so the one of the main platform, one main concept of the platform is okay, guys, you need to create opportunities here. If you're here, your family, you, you build, right? Mm -hmm. you know, this is our home. This is our second home. This is our home. This is where we vote at. I mean, majority of us American citizen, Canadian mm -hmm. citizen, British citizens. But the key thing is to build here. That's the main focus because if you look at other islands, other islands they build here and invest after in their country, right? In mm -hmm. Europe, in uh, Israel, the Middle East, in Asia, China, everyone builds here. Everyone creates their community here, mm -hmm. right? You go not only restaurants, but you might go on a street. It's like different businesses, and you say, wow, I feel as if that I'm in Jamaica, mm -hmm. right? So we're still, okay, we're here abroad. What do you do abroad? You create a community. You create opportunities. You create opportunities that folks who are coming up from the islands, that they can, that they can benefit Right, um, you know, folks who say, "Okay, you graduate from university, two universities in Jamaica." There's limited, uh, based on the major, there might be limited uh, opportunities available. Mm -hmm. Now we want to create it. Okay, instead of working in different, say, Idaho or you know, middle of Canada, UK or US, now you can come to New York. You can go to South Florida. You can go to Atlanta, Los Angeles, Detroit, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. And work and build, bring those expertise that you gain from different from University of West Indies technology, and utilize and create you know the synergy here. So those are things that we're looking for. That okay, we get folks from the islands, those who are already here, and we focus vice versa on the resources. So it's very interesting, um, and I know you'll continue to do well. Um, I've, I've I mean, we're on social media together, so I see all uh, the engagements with, you know, politicians. Do you call them politicians in the US, by the way? I, I don't mean call them politicians. Uh, politicians, but we use the word, more utilize elected officials. Elected officials. I think, yeah, something along those lines, of course. And actors, you know, Jamaican um, or global ones. <laughs> they are known globally, actually. <laughs> so I know you're doing well links as well to kind of grow there abroad you're a father of two and a husband how do you balance what well, you, you're looking at too like why <laughs> okay how do you balance building you know an empire there abroad um as we know you know entrepreneurship is never easy right and you know, anything that you are building, you're passionate about. There's challenges, there's roadblocks, and all of that. Um, at the same time, you know, be the best version of yourself for your family. I guess it's more of, you know, be more strategic as an analyst where, you know, I structure that, okay, only because of you, why I'm on the Zoom call, I'm on the, I'm on the, the podcast currently on this, you know, today. But uh, when it comes on to US holidays is where I'll take time off for family. You know, family is key, you know, it's reassuring, you know, it gets you relaxed, you know, it gets you more charged up. 
that you know what, okay, with the family, now I got to focus on entrepreneurial lifestyle that I can maintain, you know, what I actually provide for my family. So I do, you know, do definitely, as entrepreneurs, you know, definitely work long hours, uh, unorthodox time schedules as well, mm -hmm. uh, last minute uh, engagements. But once it's American holidays, any American federal holidays, mm -hmm. it's always structured for pretty much family time. So, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, you're a globe trekker. Uh, <laughs> I always see you in first in business class as well. But, you know, I'll, you know, try to take, like, short. <laughs> I'll take, you know, take family trips, you know, even across the U.S. or, you know, different countries because, you know, it's, it's actually helped the kids as well that they can engage and learn about different cultures, uh, learn about, you know, USA is a huge, a huge population, a huge, uh, you know, a huge landmass, and they learn more. So those times definitely for family time. You know, I appreciate that, you know, it's, it's pretty, my task pretty much tedious, but I do, you know, enjoy what I do, you know, putting a smile on strangers' face, putting a smile on family's face. So, yeah, we try to balance it pretty much. Awesome. And of course, there has to be time to bring the family to Jamaica. You know, that is very important as well. They have, they have been to... <laughs> You have been to Jamaica. You have been to, no, I definitely have to hold the culture, the culture, right? Uh, they have been to Jamaica. I mean, they love Jamaica. Yeah. Earlier, I mean, you know, dumpling and sardine. They love dumpling and sardine. I know. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, as part of some of the stuff that I see you doing, as well as part of the day abroad. Um, activities of the Caribbean Heritage and Caribbean Restaurant Week. Tell us about that and, you know, some of the successes that have come from those initiatives or celebrations. So, in the U.S., June is recognized as Caribbean American Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. And um, there are multiple activities as it relates to food, culture, uh, tourism, lifestyle, education. My role, a part of it is I'm pretty much currently in charge of what happens in New York State, right? One reason is because of uh, their broad village. Mm -hmm. Plus, I also chair the Caribbean American Restaurant Association, right? Uh, Caribbean Restaurant Association at U.S. Uh, there are currently over 6,000 Caribbean restaurants across the U.S. Uh, that's on the platform. Mm. And with it, uh, we provide... It's an extension of, it's an umbrella of their broad village. Because of the pandemic, we we noticed that majority of the restaurants definitely suffered. So we met with elected officials or organizations as to what resources are available. Hence, we created a restaurant association that uh, we could create buying powers uh, for uh, for the restaurants. Mm -hmm. We could, uh, within the portal, uh, they can list, you know, uh, expiration dates just to keep track as to all licenses and certificates that they have, uh, partner with different uh, businesses, for example, that restaurants would need, mm -hmm. accountants, uh, attorneys, uh, folks in like business development that can help sustain and grow the, the restaurants. And for for the past three years, for the initiative for the Restaurant Association, we've we've conducted the Caribbean Restaurant Week across the U.S. Uh, it wasn't tedious, but we we made it happen where 
we've created prefix menus. Pay one price and, you know, you get what's on the menu. So because the cost for jerk chicken is different, the cost for jerk chicken in Florida mm -hmm. might be different from what's in Wisconsin. So we say to the restaurants, the dining restaurants, give an example, for $19.99, decide what you decide what you want to add to the menu. Mm -hmm. To be simultaneous across across the board, we want to keep it at $19.99. Mm -hmm. We have a majority of takeout restaurants, food trucks, or maybe someone we want to sell on the street. So for the takeout, we've done the $7.99 that they decide what they want to buy. They want to sell on a menu. So in New York, you might get a patty for $3, mm -hmm. but California, it might be $5, right? So instead of having two parties, maybe they like a party and a drink for $7 within the special and mm -hmm. way to promote it. And uh, we have, because of the restaurant, because of the Caribbean American Heritage Month so, uh, committee, we have partnered with different organizations across the US that they can utilize the structures that we created and promote you know, their associations and engage uh, majority of the Caribbean restaurants within those states and also use it as an opportunity to engage more businesses to, to know the work that we're doing with the Abroad Village. I have a food service app that's called Bickle Meals as well. So it's... it's so, so it's more of delivery, is that delivery No, service? more of a dining experience. Okay. Yeah, more of a dining experience. Come back to you that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, plus, oh, I also, and if you see in the background, I, oh, use this one. I also have a tea and um, coffee business as well. You saw that one, right? Yes, uh, coffee with fever grass infused. Or, yes, yeah. I saw post on that. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I tell you, you know, my batchmates are doing well. Like, this is, you have so Delirious. many different things going on, which is. Are you calling me a higgler? Prudent Corner this week. We really do appreciate you coming through and sharing some gems on your experience, um, you know, and your whole drive in building the Dare Prod platform and connecting people of the Caribbean diaspora together, um, whether it is through business, advertising business, or providing an avenue for persons who are looking for internships and other avenues to support our, um, their existence in the U.S., you know, no matter what the circumstances are. Um, you know, I really do love when our Caribbean people look out for each other. Um, you know, there exists this notion that you have Asians and so you know, they'll say, oh, they don't have this carbon environment mentality or, you know, they build each other, they support each other, they support their own businesses. And there's always this notion that black people don't support black people and all of that. So, you know, this is a testament that that's not the case. So we really do. Yeah, we, we, we like that. And we want to see more of that. So I hope that it continues to grow in many cities across the world. So, again, thank you so much and all the best to you. Oh, same to you. And, you know, continue. I love, you know, watch the YouTube and, you know, I appreciate the work that you're doing on the podcast. I definitely love it. And um, this interview, I know, I mean, you try to make it about me, but I definitely see the growth in you as well, Miss Hall. And I just want to say, continue to grow on a thing. But the interview was about you still. So you were under. <laughs>
Thank you again. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you all for watching yet another episode of the Prudent People podcast. Thank you to those who are listening via the various platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you are listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate your support. Those who are listening on the various podcast platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Thank you so much. Don't forget to review, rate, and follow. And for those that are watching here on YouTube, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and colleagues. Until next time, I'm Jalair.